Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Well, 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 we are doing a special episode because I know, I don't even want to say it. I'm embarrassed to say that I'm going on vacation again. (laughs) (laughs) We're so relatable, Anne. (laughs) But I have to preface it by saying this was a vacation. I keep saying this. This was supposed to be before COVID, but this really was. It was with my daughter um, to go to Greece, and then we really weren't planning on doing it. And my husband said, you really should do it in August because my daughter's work schedule is better and she has some time. And you said, okay. (laughs) And I said, I can't. I'm going to Paris with Gina. And he said, but you're back. I don't know. I mean... I guess when, I don't know, we jumped on it. I'm literally still exhausted from our trip. The justification is we canceled so many trips over the two and a half, really almost three years during COVID. We have all these credits we do, that well, we have to use. Yeah, okay. So this there's one, the this one I don't have any, I don't have any I credits. Know, you don't have a credit. <laughs> my credit is that my husband and son went on a trip three fucking years ago. A boys trip. He, they've been on two boys trips. Well, they just went in May. What they are you went in May, about? but th- but they went to Peru before oh, that. Right. That was going to be our okay. You went this there. We're the going. Make, we're doing Greece. Yeah. yeah. You know what I think? I think Dan is like, go now because then then your trips are over with. Like you can't. You can't. <laughs> you you're can't done go anymore. You're done. <laughs> so I'm kind of tired. I mean, kind of tired. I'm we sorry. just got it's, back. I know. We, it sounds so stupid. But yeah, I leave tomorrow night, which is Thursday night. I leave to go to D.C. And then we're flying out Saturday to Greece. It really is pretty funny. It's I can't pretty believe funny. it. I, I almost, I mean, like, I'm embarrassed. I don't even tell. I don't even want to tell people. Somebody, an old friend messaged me for my birthday. And Gina, oh my God, I am wearing the shirt you gave me from Sewing Down South. Thank you very much. It's actually super comfortable. Oh, good. <laughs> but for my birthday, people were reaching out to me and they're like, oh my God, you're home. Are you home? I saw you were in Paris. I haven't talked to you since you went to like somebody said Iceland. And oh my in God, my that head, was ages ago, I was like I've been on like five trips. <laughs> <laughs> it's all makeup trips. Trust me. Yeah, but also we're at a stage in our lives when our kids are grown. We don't have college tuition to worry right. about. We've got nothing but time. So why also, not? We could fucking break our leg tomorrow and not be able to do anything. That's so right. that's what I'm. That's Seize what I keep saying. Moment. You never know. I could break my leg tomorrow. Yeah, broke my arm last time in Iceland. Oh, so jeez. Um, okay, so we put out a thing in our stories of ask us questions. By the way, people do AMAs. Which do, do you know what that is? Ask me anything. Yeah, but I didn't know what it was. So oh. I had to look it up. So I changed it to. A U A ask us anything. So we got some good questions. We have a lot. We are going to cut them down. There was a few multiples of the same question. We so can't we will answer everything. No, we can't. We're we are busy ladies, apparently. <laughs> busy traveling. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't want to leave you hanging for another week. I am I I sincerely apologize. <laughs> Those of you who are like, who the fuck cares? I don't even care. We don't care about you every week, but there's a few that do. So. <laughs> so one of the ones we got repeatedly was, how did you meet? And yeah, how did you meet? How did you guys become friends? And how long has it been? Well, I think our husbands were friends before we were, right? They played tennis or something. Yeah, some, I think so. Some game, some yeah. sport. <laughs> of course. I don't know. Because we live near each other. I mean, you're obvious. You're like literally the next court Around over. the corner, yeah. Do you remember the first time we met? I remember. I'm no, just I don't. You don't? No. When was it? 
I don't remember exactly when it was, but the first time I actually met you was we were with a group of girls because the guys, I think, were golfing. So the moms, the ladies, the wives decided to go golfing. Do you Gol- remember I went that? golfing? You went golfing. And your husband was like, I can't believe she's going golfing. Yeah, because I did take lessons at one point and I, I wasn't very good <laughs> and it, I just don't have the patience. I think I, I think I recall you not being very good. Just no, kidding. I definitely wasn't very good. But that was the first time we actually met. Oh, I vaguely remember. At the golf club. I vaguely remember. <laughs> um, oh, that was a long time that ago. That was a very... So that was the first time. That was... I w- I'm going to say 15 plus plus years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But that but we weren't friends. Then we had kind of this group of adult adult neighbor group. A neighbor group of couples that we I don't even know how it started. We all started with. I mean, to hang out together and all the men were some of the wives. I mean, they're all neighbors, so we all knew each other. Yeah. I honestly don't remember how we connected on reality TV, do you? I don't either, no. I remember going to your 40th birthday. Oh, God. Egads. Oh, when somebody said, do you remember, we had some other people, and they're like, you guys are like the Real Housewives of Elk Grove. And we're like, we are like the Real Housewives of Elk Grove. So that's maybe when we started talking about reality TV. Yeah. I have no idea. And at some point, we started traveling together. I don't even remember I, I, what our first trip was. I maybe, was maybe we did a dry thing. run. I think we went to Vegas we just did. to test the waters. <laughs> we did. Because before, yeah, you know, you never know how you're going to travel with couples. Exactly. So you we can went be good friends and not travel well. <laughs> yes. So we did do Vegas and with the, with the boys. We've never, tra- no, no. We've done LA with just the two of us for a little bit. In New York. Oh, yeah, New York. <laughs> Guess we had to <laughs> How quickly they forget. Oh, God. I honestly don't remember how we started talking about reality TV. And I'm trying to think, how did we even start talking about the podcast? What is happening? I don't Am know. I just it jet seems lagged? like a long time ago. Still? Well, you were just uh, drunk. <laughs> it could be both. Probably both. But wow. you called me when I was out of state yeah. and said, hey, I have this idea. And right. I think that your kids were out of the house. They yeah, graduated, yeah. whatever. And I thought you were joking. I know. And I just kind of started <laughs> the podcast. In my head, I'm like, oh my God, I found my fucking calling. You figured it out. I figured it out because I was listening to tons of other podcasts that did mostly Bravo yeah. podcasts. And then I thought there's nobody our age doing podcasts. And I have such a different perspective. I was listening to like Judgy Girls and, oh, I think... Uh, I used to listen to Bitch Sesh all the time. I just don't anymore because I don't want to like have their ideas in my head. So I don't listen to those guys anymore. But I used to listen to them and think, nope, that's not how I feel. Nope, nope, nope. Different perspective. Yeah, we can do this better. Yeah, I, that's how I felt. So then we started the podcast. And that was three... That was three going on, four going on years four in years in January. Ago. Wow. Because we don't just cover Housewives or Bravo, we cover so many different shows now I've realized I've seen other people picking up what we're doing. Mm. I thought copying hmm, us. Copy yeah. can'ts. Well, there's more out there in reality TV than just Bravo. And Bravo's kind of waning anyway. Yeah. So. I mean, so that was one of the other questions is how did you get into watching reality TV? I mean, oh, it goes I, way back. Way back. I was always fascinated by reality TV. I think we talked about this. Maybe MTV, the Osborne, the Real World, the, the Osborne, Real World. Survivor. Every every single one from day one, I was so in, so interested. The girls next door. Oh yeah, we have a long history of reality. I mean, I TV. can't even go back to the very beginning. Did your kids watch reality TV with you? My youngest daughter, mm. yes. My oldest couldn't be bothered. <laughs> she was into other 
shows. Well, my son doesn't, but my daughter totally does. Yeah. So we would watch together. And then Dan didn't really love reality TV, but he watches The Bachelor. And he watched Survivor, and now he watches Amazing Race. I mean, he's a TV watcher anyway, but he wasn't really into the reality TV world until now. And it was also so different in the beginning. Oh, totally We weren't skewed. The editing was probably always there, but I didn't know. So like when they did The Hills and Laguna Beach, I didn't realize that those situations were set up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, nobody did. That's why it was so fantastic. Well, it's evolved for sure. Some good, some bad. Some good and some bad, right. So that's the beginning stages of, I guess, our reality TV watch. I mean, we're fucking old people. We've watched (laughs) forever. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Some of the other questions. Oh, what do your husbands think of the podcast? Oh, I think they're kind of proud of it. Yeah. I think especially in the beginning, they were like, wait, I can't believe you're doing this. Which honestly, if you think about it from the very beginning, I can't believe we've come this far. Well, and I think they're a little surprised too that we've stuck with it for so long. Because it is a huge commitment. I mean, (laughs) it's a lot of TV watching. It's a lot of (laughs) note taking. It's a lot on your end. It's a lot of editing. I don't think people realize how much is involved. I mean... It takes a lot to get out a good podcast. You can't just throw it out there. And takes a lot of time into editing to make sure that we're not sounding stupid. <laughs> well, sometimes we do anyway. Sometimes but. we do anyway. But there's not a lot of pauses and ums yeah. and annoying noises and everything that everybody, you know, heavy breathing or whatever people <laughs> complain about on other podcasts. Yeah. And people are super, and so I am too, critical super and picky about their podcasts and how the, the, the sound quality that was always a big thing with the sound quality. So in the very beginning, God, our first episodes, we had one microphone in my kitchen. <laughs> Can you believe it? Well, it was just like, let's just start. Let's just figure this out. And then the evolution. And we put in a lot of time. We went to meetings of other podcasters to figure out what they do, what they use. Yeah. And the beauty of, I think, our situation is we are always agree. I've never had a point where I say something like, maybe we should do this. And you're like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. It seems like we're always on the same page with the podcast. True. That's so easy. What else? The editing, you know, I mostly edit myself because I'm annoyed listening to myself back. (laughs) I think you're just saying that. No, I'm not. Because I annoy myself too. Because sometimes I hear things thing well you said the lisping last the time lisping. bothered you so now you don't wear your invisalign. I took my invisalign out because it was bothering me I sounded funny <laughs> I think the first episode you had them in definitely I could hear them but I didn't hear it after that maybe that's just getting used I'm to it. setting back my progress <laughs> by months I'm sure by not wearing them 22 hours a day but that's okay it's a sacrifice I make it's for the good of the podcast that's right but yeah, the fact that we've stuck with it, we've grown. I think the guys love it. Dan loves to be on. Anytime we're recording and he knows we're going to talk about The Bachelor. I mean, he's like dying to talk about but it. But people love hearing him too. Yeah. It's a male perspective. Like, yeah, that's true. He's a little out of control. <laughs> he's funny. <laughs> Your husband doesn't seem to want to be he on. He doesn't give a shit. No. <laughs> a question. What is your favorite podcast to listen to besides your own? Besides your own. Mm. Wait, do you listen to the podcast back? I do. Sometimes twice. Uh, I I enjoy our podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that bad? Do you think other people do that? I don't know. I mean, 
I like us. I <laughs> I listen. Well, when I'm editing, I listen. But then I listen back to he- to hear how my editing is. And I'm listening to to see if I would have changed anything. Yeah. Like, would I have said something different? You know. So Some- I listen to it with a critical ear, but then I also listen to it for enjoyment. But don't you, when you're listening, totally forget what you have said? Oh, a hundred percent. Because we are, we are honestly just having a conversation. It's and, not scripted. It's no. not, I mean, we have notes oh obviously God. of what happened in the shows and stuff, but what we say is just like a conversation that we would have off mic. Yes. Honestly, the notes, I barely look at them once we start talking. And sometimes here's what I edit because we tend to forget names, yeah. forget who we're talking about. We will sit and I will edit when we're looking things up. <laughs> I will piece that together a little bit better. But the, like the trip ones that we've done live, we did one in Portugal and we did one in Paris. There's no editing involved. We're just chit-chatting away. So you can tell we we there's no space in between when we talk. No, no. That's, and that's sometimes why we you can to tell do the podcast. Sometimes you can <laughs> So um, what are the favorite anyway. podcasts that we listen to? Well, now I've changed so much because I, I, I really don't want to listen to other podcasts that talk about what we talk about because I don't want, you know, I'm very easily influenced. Sometimes without even knowing it, you can be. Right. My number one, and it's not really even a podcast, I go on to Sirius and listen to Jeff Lewis live. He is so entertaining to me. He's out of control. So I listen to that. That's my first choice to listen to. What do you uh, listen to? Yeah, no, on Sirius, I mean, I have Sirius also, and I used to listen to Radio Andy, and I used to listen to Bevy, and I used mm. to listen to the whole lineup, and I've gotten away from all of it, and I only listen to Jeff Lewis. Yeah. I love Jeff Lewis. I like Heather McDonald. Sometimes she's got a guest that's a little, eh, so, not so great. Heather, I think she needs to edit. Talk about a person, yeah. I, like, I really think she needs to edit her podcast better. I think she does no editing She's just flying by the seat of her pants half the time. And she's really so into herself that it's almost hard to listen to her. It just depends on who she has on. Like she had the Playboy Bunnies on. Yeah, Bridget, uh, Bridget and, and Holly, Holly Madison. Yeah. From the show. Just said it earlier. Girls Next Door. Girls Next Door. So that was interesting. But sometimes, God, that's all she does is talk about herself. So I'm like, oh, I just can't do it with Heather McDonald. No, I like when she has on like Chris Frangiola. Mm-hmm. I like when she has Justin Martindale. Um, so there's some people that are regulars of hers. I like when she's on Jeff's show. I like her better when she's on Jeff's Me show. Me too. I used to listen to more Bachelor podcasts and I don't do that anymore. Mm-mm. I used to listen to Nick Vial. I don't do him anymore once in a while. Not a fan. Don't listen to Reality Steve. Although The Bachelorette and The Bachelor franchise in general, I'm kind of falling off. Me too. But I listen to Smartless as much as I can. Do you like Smartless? I listen to Smartless. You got me hooked on mm-hmm. it. I listen to Danny Pellegrino because he cracks me up. Um, I listen to Justin Martindale. You do. Sometimes. I listen to Two T's in a Pod for like can't hate, do it. hate listening because honestly, Tamara doesn't bother me. It's Teddy. I can't stand Teddy. She's annoying, huh? On that note, it's one of those questions that somebody else sent in. Our friend Jacques sent in the question, what do you think of Teresa Giudice is going to have a new podcast? Do you think it's going to be good? <laughs> it, uh, no, she's not smart enough. She is doing it with somebody who has podcast background. I'm not sure who she is. But she's not a conversationalist. No. I don't understand why she's doing it. And what is it going to be about her and Louie's life? 
I, I can't imagine it being good. I think she's going to be definitely the sidekick to whoever it is that she's doing it with. And, and they're going to have to pull, you know, conversation out of her. But she's going to get bored. She's not going to be able to stick with it. It's going to be very short-lived. That's my prediction. It won't be long-lasting. She can't stick with it. What about the rumor that... Kelly Dodd and Vicky are going to do a podcast together. Now that's going to be a shit show. For sure. I don't know how it couldn't. Now Kelly Dodd was on Unpopular Podcast. Yeah. Did you listen to that? I did. She was unhinged for sure. She, uh, yeah. If you guys want to listen to the interview, I mean, Jacques does a good job. He but... does a really good job. <laughs> I think he, he's a very good interviewer. Mm -hmm. um, and he even said she's, I think he said she's unhinged. Didn't he say she was kind of oh, unhinged? Yeah. Well, she just talks. She doesn't no care. Filter, no filter. And that's what people kind of loved about her when, when she was on the show. But she goes off on a lot of different tangents. And Rick is sitting right there with her. They're never apart. And that kind of grosses me out. By the way, I just heard he had a nose job. He did? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. That's going to look so weird. So first he had his eyes done. Now he has a nose job. Oh, he has job? eyes done, too? Yeah. That was early on. Oh, God. She had him have his eyes done, remember? Because they were like puffy underneath like mine are. Well, she now. probably had a, had him have a nose job too. Oh, God. The All nose, right. The, well, I don't want to be mean, but his nose was his literal entire face. <laughs> <laughs> it was prominent. Okay, let me see if there's any other questions that, I mean, there are, but yeah. Did you grow up in Sacramento? If not, how did you end up there? Interesting. Did, did not. No. no. We're both Bay Area people. Yeah. So we both, you grew up near San Francisco. Yep. South San Francisco. I grew up in Marin County, which is just north, 25 minutes north from um, San Francisco. I ended up here in Sacramento because, kind of a weird story, but I worked at a summer camp. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, <laughs> I worked at a burn camp. It's oh, very strange. for burn victims. Yeah, for burn victims. We call them burn survivors. Burn survivors. How yes. nice. And one of the girls that was there, I became very good friends with her. And she had a house in Sacramento. And I was living in LA at the time. And our lease was up in LA. And it was like, what am I going to do? And I was I started dating a guy who was living in Sacramento, going to school there in Sacramento. And so I'm like, I think I'm going to go to Sacramento. <laughs> so that's how I ended up here. No, nice. <laughs> I followed a guy. You followed a guy. Yeah. No, I How got you. Yeah. You no, got I got married. Lived in the Bay Area for a year. We wanted to have kids and buy a house. And at the time, well, at the time, and still, <laughs> couldn't really afford to live in the Bay Area because it's so expensive. So we both transferred our jobs, transferred to Sacramento, and bought a house up here. And here we are. And voila! What year voila. was that that you came here? Uh, ninety. I think 90? that's. I think that's when I came. Wait. I think that's when I came to Sacramento was 1990. Yeah. But you were married and I was single, single as can be. Married, yeah. I didn't marry that person I came here for, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have stalked him. I so. have stalked him. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the girl I moved in with knew Dan, my husband's brother. And that's how I met Dan. So it was meant it was to be. Kismet. It yeah. was meant to be. Oh, what is your bigger pet peeve about each other? Wow. Bigger mm. pet peeve. Bigger. What is your probably pet peeve? Pet peeve? I yeah. don't think I have a pet peeve. I, I, I mean, to be totally honest, I don't think I have a pet peeve. That's my pet peeve about Gina. Her, her phone goes <laughs> off. 
My Her phone goes um, off while we're recording. My ring doorbell. <laughs> I will say that the trip to Paris was the first time we've spent that a many days week. together, the two of us, in a room. You know, when we've traveled with our husbands, obviously we get separate rooms. Obviously. <laughs> Well, sometimes not, but this time we did. <laughs> so it's different. We always have a break. This time we did everything together. The only time we were like a little separate was when maybe you'd go to the cafe early or I'd go to the cafe early to get our seat and our croissant and coffee. And or, or, or one of us was using the lobby. <laughs> that's bathroom. well. That's true. <laughs> I did. I did use the lobby bathroom. That's, that's very the, respectful. I think so. I've, I've kind of gotten the LA thing. I use the lobby bathroom. And I'm like, I think that's the thing to do. Is one person it is uses the, thing to do. the lobby bathroom for numero dos? Well, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. But that was very respectful, and I appreciated that. I, I mean, um, yes, but, but I, it's hard. I mean, to stay in a room. I mean, it's hard with my own children sometimes or family members to stay in a room, a hotel room for a full week with someone. It could be trying. I think but it, so. I think it was totally fine. I know. I said to you at one point, I was like, you're like the easiest person to travel with because everything's very simple and easy and you're game for anything. And I think I am too. Like if you say something, I'm like, yeah, let's yeah, do that. We didn't and, and vice any, versa. like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or I don't want to. I mean, never. We, we freaking rode electric bikes around Paris. Now, who the hell that was so is going to do that? Well, I said to you at one of our at one of our dinners, I said, who of our friends do you think would do this? And we mentioned one friend that might do it. I don't think any of our friends would come to Paris, rent some bikes, ride around the city because it's Listen, they do have it's the bike a, it's lanes. It's a little hairy. But it can be hairy. In some areas. There I mean, was a point where we didn't talk about this, but I definitely almost like died. <laughs> and I would never tell my husband. Wait, but yeah, it was so funny because the bikes come with bells. Oh, yeah. I, I loved, didn't realize that. I love But all the of a bell. sudden, I hear ring, 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 and Anne's freaking ringing the bell at someone to move out of her way. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, I love the bell. The bell's pretty well, funny. Well, when people, when when pedestrians were crossing in our bike lane, it was like, bring, bring, well, bring, bring. And it was a little tricky because it could be a red light and they have separate bike, like traffic lights for bikes. Yeah. But when it's red, people still go as long as there aren't cars coming. So it's a little tricky. You yeah. have to really be alert and aware of your surroundings. Of course, I just recommended to one of our <laughs> listeners that they have to do the bikes because of the bike lanes. She's going to be like, you just told me how fun what it was. The fuck? But it was fun. There's certain areas that it's so easy to bike. But and then it's so much quicker. To be fair, we did ride the bikes like one full day and we were like let's go to all the we talked about the vintage shops let's go to the vintage shops and one of the names I put it in my google and it came up and I was like here it is this is what it is and it turned out to not be that and so we were kind of in this area of town that was like this doesn't feel right <laughs> I don't think we should be here we, so it was almost like riding on the freeway <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's pull over because I don't think this is right. <laughs> we thought it was a street fair of some kind, and we were literally parked the bikes, got mm. off, turned around. It was a little sketchy, and left. Yeah, yeah, we're like, like what are all those people doing there? Let's park the bikes. This is fun. This is off the beaten track. And then we walked in there. We're like, let's go back. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we belong here. Let's hope our bikes are still there. <laughs> but we literally rode all, all around over. the city. 
It was the same amount of time to ride the bike places as it would have been to get in a taxi. And we were pretty much on the same page with our eating schedule and yeah. when we wanted to stop and have a cocktail and dinner okay. and I, I staying did, out late I at did night. probably want to have a few more large cocktails, but that that's to be, <laughs> that's, that's the norm. That's no big deal. <laughs> You're much more regimented than me. Well, I just can't. I mean. Well, I can't either. I'd be up all night. <laughs> doubled over. We, <laughs> oh my God. We also talked about doing on our TikTok, like best places that we went because we forgot we didn't, you know, we went to Portugal together and we have a lot of ideas about Portugal, where we stayed, where you shouldn't do, what we loved, what we did, and then Paris. So we thought about putting some recommendations, kind of like Bethany Frankel did. That's when we went to that really shitty dinner that she recommended. Yeah, that she recommended. Yeah, that was a disappointment. Yeah, so we thought about doing something like that on our TikTok page, which I think we'll do, and then we'll put in our stories or something. We just didn't know if people wanted to hear about any travel shit. I think people like travel stuff, though. I think so. I mean, it's us traveling. That's right. They can just swipe up if they don't want to see it. (laughs) Also, we have another trip coming up. At the end of December, we're doing... Another couple's trip um, to New Zealand and Australia. Yeah. And that's a trip, again, we had scheduled. We had to cancel because of the pandemic. Yeah, it's a cruise. So we had to yeah. cancel the cruise and rebook. <laughs> what other questions? Are there um, any others? Yeah, let's... There's lots of others. What but... professional field are you in besides podcasting? Oh, my professional career is a corporate human resources. <laughs> let's just leave it at that. In the very beginning... We were extremely private. Um, We've opened up a little bit more about our uh, personal lives, but we still are pretty private. Mm -hmm. But you were very worried. I remember when we first started this podcast, you were like, "Um, I don't think we want any of our real name. Like we were extremely closed off. Well, I'm pretty private anyway. Yeah. But yeah. I think I'm private. And then I realize I'm really not. (laughs) (laughs) I, my professional career, let me see. Well, right now I work in my husband's office a couple days a week, but I do billing from home for his office. He has a chiropractic office. So I've been doing that. And before that, I mean, I I was lucky enough to be a stay-at-home mom for many years with my children. Um, but I always had like a side, not a side hustle, but I was like a wedding coordinator at our church for 20 fucking years. Right. Um, at our church. It makes me sound so religious. <laughs> oh my God. She's really not. I did it with a girlfriend who got a divorce and they, <laughs> and they kicked us out of the group. But, um, we used to do it together cause we're like, what can we do that's fun? And we love weddings. So we're like, let's just do the fucking weddings. Oh, fun. And then we started getting paid for it. So we're like, well, this is great. So I was doing that on the side and yeah. So the wedding coordinator. I was the wedding coordinator. Let's marry let's end with um this is from my daughter. Fuck Mary Kill. Mauricio, Louie, Harry Hamlin. Ooh. Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say kill Louie. Definitely. Fuck Mauricio and marry Harry Hamlin. Really? I mean, Harry Hamlin seems like he doesn't give a shit. You can do whatever Ooh, you want. But I think Mauricio feels that way. So I would fuck Harry Hamlin and marry Mauricio. Because mm. Harry Hamlin's cheap. I, Mauricio True. doesn't seem to be cheap. True. Harry Hamlin, you know. And and he has that sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he does, but I always say that. Because <laughs> remember, he did, he did some movie. I still can't remember if he did that movie or not. Yeah. I think I want to talk about a few things from our trip since we're doing this on this episode anyway that we forgot to mention in our little mini 10-minute thing from Paris. 
we took the metro. We thought we were very oh. cool. Oh. We're like, let's, do, let's, oh. let's, let's try to do the metro. And who cares if we get lost? We're you know? women of the city. We can yeah. get around. We're not lame. <laughs> well, it actually, you did very well. well. You followed the directions because we had to change. We had to do a transfer. And you did very well with the blue lines, the green lines or whatever. That was not the problem. You figured out the direction. You figured out where we needed to get off. Perfect. We go to get off. And Gina sees, I, I don't know what you were thinking. You saw this box on the wall and you're like, oh, there's some sanitizer. <laughs> so it looked like a, a sanitizer. It was large, but it looked like a, a dispenser. I'm thinking, because nobody in Paris really wears masks. Nobody did. And you don't really see sanitizer all over like no. you do here. So I figured, do we see do we see sanitizers here? Oh, I guess when you go into you some go, stores, there's a little yeah, sanitizer. Pump. So we get out and um, she goes up to this box and there's a button and so she's pushing a, a red button. Red button. <laughs> so she's pushing it and she's putting her hands under. But I don't know where she's putting her hands. Like there's nothing there underneath. was like a little spot. Oh, was there? It was a well, speaker. All right, it was a speaker. <laughs> so she pushes it a few times. Finally, like the red light goes off and it's like emergency, emergency, <laughs> it was like, fucking emergency button. <laughs> Also, nobody came on the speaker to say, are you guys okay? <laughs> and I'm like, let's go. Let's get out of here. So we beat it out of there very, very quickly. That was um, funny. And the other thing was, we went to this restaurant. It was like one of the like second oldest restaurant in Paris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We didn't have a reservation because our concierge said, just go in. You'll be fine. Because he tried to get a reservation for the seats in the front. Well, but, we, we were going to Moulin Rouge. Oh, so we right. needed to go early. Well, it's 7 p.m. is like going that, to dinner at 4.30. That was, that was a different <laughs> Was it? <laughs> <laughs> They're all blending together. So we walk in. It looked like there was nobody in the front. We're like, this is going to be easy to get a reservation. Like, of course we could take you two ladies. You look lovely. Thank you. So she proceeds to walk us to the very back down some (laughs) stairs into this area. And we're like, okay. So we walk down these stairs and we see this family of a man, two women, and one, two, three, four children. Yeah. And I believe the twin girls who look like the fucking girls from uh, The Shining <laughs> were already like rah, rah. like they were just too old to be sitting in a high chair yes. they were like probably four I was thinking five five maybe, maybe four and they were screaming they were and brat so we were like oh fuck we're in the American section so we go and we sit down in this corner and we realized that they were moving all the Americans into this, <laughs> this one, one area. and the rich guy. We decided it's a rich family because this was not a cheap restaurant. No, and it was clear that the the younger woman was the nanny because well, she was caring for caring the, kids. the children. When one of the twins was going crazy, she would get up and pick up the twin and go outside and not even look at the parents. Like the husband and wife did not even pay attention to their children in the least. It was crazy. It was very strange. They were enjoying their dinner while yep. the nanny was nanny running was like, all over the place. Trying to muffle the children. It was so loud. And the guy was like, oh, you know, talking to the waiter. Oh, I'll take another glass bottle of wine. What do you suggest? It's like, I suggest you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then we had the couple next to us with the one daughter. Yeah. The only child... And the little girl, she was about, what do you think? Eight, maybe nine. Nine. She comes in and the waiter, they speak to you in French, which is nice. Obviously. She was like Madeline. Yeah. <laughs> she was very proper. 
American. Yes. They were from the East Coast, right? Yes. And they come in. The waiter was like, oh, bonjour. And she's like, bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he's like, I would like, do you speak French in French? It was like, um, I don't know. I don't remember how to say it right now. <laughs> anyway. And she's like, little, um, um, little. <laughs> and I was like, this fucking little girl. So then the parents, they literally spoke to her like she was an adult. Totally. And which is fine. I don't mind that. Except it was a little like, Sarah, don't you believe that we should blah, blah, blah? It was just like, I don't know. The <laughs> way much. they were speaking was just a lot. So she's trying to reach. She wanted the French menu. Did you catch that? Yeah. So she was reading from the French menu. She was trying to order. And she was a little confused and getting frustrated. Then, of course, I couldn't stand it anymore. And I'm like, oh, so do you speak French? And she's like, oh, I'm learning several languages in my school. <laughs> and then I was like all over it. Like, oh, really? What kind of school do you go to? Where do you go to school? Blah, blah. So I was asking her all these fucking questions because she was so... Really annoying. Also, we had the mirror behind us, and she would look through us at herself in the mirror. <laughs> like it looked like she was looking at us, but she was looking at herself. She was dressed up. She and was out with her pair. Her parents seemed the mom was in cut off shorts, yeah. and the little girl was dressed to All a dressed. That was a very funny evening. It was good people watching. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. I mean, I don't know. I just wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is off the rails kind of stupid so funny um i think that's all the questions we have time for and that i feel like answering. <laughs> um let me see if there's any more from people that we really like that we haven't answered um how did you guys become friends yeah 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 a lot of the same ones lots of how did you become friends i think people look up to our friendship <laughs> all right those of you who came to us later I appreciate that because our early episodes really sucked. <laughs> we were really bad. <laughs> Thanks for hanging on. It was also started out to be this, we didn't know what we were doing. We knew we were going to talk about some reality TV, but then I had all these other aspirations. Um, oh, one of the questions is, why don't you have as much interviews as you used to have? Mm. Well, okay, a couple of reasons. One is it's difficult to schedule with our schedules. We've had a lot of interviews. Yeah, when I went back... A lot I, of Bravo lebs, a lot of... Um, well, our very first interview was David from 90 Day Fiance. And that was just going into his DMs. Do you remember how that... It was yeah. so hilarious. DMing him. We were playing cards. I don't know if you... I don't, we don't, I don't know how often we talk about this, but we play this game, Euchre, which is a Midwest game that our son taught us. Um, we got kind of obsessed with this game. So we literally play every weekend. We play this game, Euchre. And we play couples against couples. And we play for money. And it's always fun. And we drink too much. And it's stupid. But anyway, when we're all in town, we play. Where was I going? Oh, one of the nights, we... I don't even know what happened. We're like, we should try to get a guest on our podcast. Let's try for this David. It was David and Anna. Annie? Annie. David and Annie. Years ago. Three years ago. And he responded right away, yes, I can come on. We're like, oh my God, oh my God, how are we going to do this? So we did our first interview with him. And then I'm like, well, why the fuck wouldn't we just start DMing people? Is this how it's done? Let's try. So I just kept doing it. And then it was the Mexican Dynasties cast. Yeah. We got in with them, interviewed all of them. We just kept we going. We had Carl from Summer House. We had Carrie Duber yeah. from Dallas. We had... Um... The other Carrie. Uh, Carrie... The other one from Dallas. We had her on too. Oh, Carrie Britt. Carrie Britt. We had... Brittingham, Brittingham. Brittingham. Then we got on the love... Uh, no, what was the one? 
Temptation Island. Temptation Island. We, we got a started getting a producer she... friend. She was like, I can get you all these interviews. And we're like, fuck, yes. We interviewed everybody from Temptation Island for a few seasons. Then it changed production companies and they got real stingy. Well, then Bravo got hold of, oh, we want to handle all the interviews. So we have to make sure it's who we want, blah, blah, blah. So it became more difficult. Right. But we were doing these other shows. We started getting these other shows and other people didn't care about them until they did. And then it was like... And then we couldn't get them anymore. And then it was like, well, fuck. We don't want people who are on every other show. Well, then we started getting the uh, Maths Married Australia. Sight people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a big deal because we got a lot we of... got a lot. A lot of traffic. And actually Jacques from Unpopular, because he's based in Australia... He kind of was like, hey, you guys are seeing this for the first time. And I know these people because I interviewed them. Do you want to set up some stuff? So he really helped us out with those interviews. He did. Yeah, he did. Then it just became a problem. And it was like, I don't want to do an interview. Like in the beginning, we did Bruce Bozzi, who is Andy Cohen's best friend. Huge. And then we did his other, John Hill. John Hill. And they were like friends. Like we have kept in contact with them. Personal. We have their phone numbers. So we felt this personal connection. And then it got to be where other people started to do it. And all these new podcasters came in and it was like, I don't want people on that are on every other show. Yeah. So we started getting picky. Well, the last one we did was Chef Stew. Nobody was going for Chef Stew. And we're like, fuck, we love Chef Stew. And people loved that podcast. Yes. We had a lot of downloads. I don't know. A lot of the time, it's just, I want to do people that we like, we want to talk to. I don't want to do people that everybody's doing. There's so many podcasts out there, especially during the pandemic, everybody started doing the podcast. So anyway, that's why we don't do as many interviews as we did. Yeah. I mean, we do other, we'll have other podcasters on from time to time and our favorites, that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just too difficult to have people. And and I don't know that people really care if we have I don't either. Unless they were somebody that hasn't been on other things. Anyway, that's it. Okay. I'm done. This is this has gone on too long. <laughs> I am end. sorry for this episode. It's a filler episode because I will be in Greece. We will be back after this episode. The next week, I promise we'll be back on a regular schedule for at least another four weeks so we can take another vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there with us. Bye. Bye. There is nothing like a day. Nothing. There is nothing you can name that is anything like a day.